I'm Behumit. And I'm Jesse. Welcome to the monologues. This time on the monologues, we venture into another great wilderness, but this time it's life or death in the frozen tundra of the long dark from Hinterland Studios. And to help us stay warm in this frosty hellscape, we have some delicious stouts. But these are no ordinary stouts as we bring you what looks like the Girl Scout mix of cookies turned into stout beer yumminess from Four Hands Brewing. All right. Yes, I've been waiting to drink these since the day I bought them. I have too, man. Dude, they look so good. And listen, I wish they were IPAs for our IPA podcast, (laughs) but they're not. They're stouts. So there it is. Tyler called me freaking (laughs) made a comment about. Well, it would have been better if it was IPA. Like, even he's in on the joke now. Stop <laughs> it. Just, let's just quit that. No, listen to these flavors, everybody. Listen to this. It's toffee cookie crunch, caramel coconut cookie, and chocolate mint cookie, which chocolate mint should never be mixed. I'm going to say my piece now. People hate me all you want. I don't like chocolate mint. It's not good. But I'm hoping this stout you're, changes my uh, opinion on it. You're completely wrong. It's going to be the best one of the bunch. I guarantee it, man. Dude, you're you're calling that now. You're probably no. right. That's gonna no. It's gonna be off. the ones that look like the Samoas, man. That's what I'm saying. That's uh, always uh, the best one. Yeah, that well, caramel. Yeah. Yes. Ugh, yeah. No, it's so, gonna be good. This is. I mean, it was super interesting. That's kind of why we went with this whole thing, right? Like these beers all look like they came out of a box of Girl Scout cookies mixed up yeah. together. I mean, it's just amazing. These are all milk stouts. They're they look super yummy from the the label. Um, but you know. So to do that, to, to take these beers, we, you know, wanted to go with that scouting theme and, uh, you know, we got the, the long dark to go along with it, which is a survival type game kind of based on that, like scouting survival, the tools that you would gain. And so any sort of scouting, uh, troop, right. Yeah. And you do more of that than you think you're going to do too. I mean, it's, you are scouting and like trying to make it through trucking through some, some weather. We'll get into that. Let's open these. I don't get to use my infinity gauntlet. By the way, I was also going to say segue into this real quick dude have you they're like doing girl scout cookies like right around now did, yeah. I don't, did we try to plan that but so yeah i think that we was did, actually I think we did try to plan that right yeah we wanted it to come out around this time because we know yeah. that orders are going yeah. out for girl scout cookies good have timing you, so do you even know the flavors of cookies they have now like the stuff dude there's like these ones called lemonades dude they're yeah. like crack cocaine there's like, only two i get man the mint chocolate chip and the samoas man have you tried the lemonades? No. Right. I, will not. Not, I think, no, I bet, dude, I'll bet you, I'll bet you, let's be realistic. I bet I have $27. I'll bet you $27. <laughs> you will like these cookies. I ordered. So we ordered from our neighbor. Uh, their daughter was selling Girl Scout cookies. And like, normally I'm like, yeah, I'm not, you know, diet thing, whatever, trying to be a little healthy. Like I don't just go crazy. Yeah. But I went, Whatever. Give me two boxes of lemonades. Give me. I think we ordered like thirty dollars <laughs> worth of Girl Scout cookies. I don't nice. even care. Let's get these open, baby. Woo! I've been waiting to smell that ever I since you set. showed it to me, man. Exactly it smells so good. Did. All right, let's get this stout business on the road here. It smells like First, a fantastic ice cream, the mint chocolate chip ice cream, man. I mean, if I was a more mint chocolate fan, it'd definitely be nailing it. Because it tastes like a mint chocolate cookie. Yeah. I mean, it yeah. smells like a mint chocolate chip so, cookie. It's awesome. I don't know if you know this. Bailey's a huge mint chocolate fan. My beautiful, amazing wife loves mint chocolate. So I have, yeah. I saved the other three of these for her to try. The first thing when we're done tonight, 
I'm going to pour this and see what she thinks. Yeah. Absolutely. All yeah, right. I think that's a good idea, man, because uh, that's pretty good. Yeah, that does Dude, taste they, like a that does taste like a mint chocolate chip cookie. That's it awesome. Does. Okay, so let's break into you pick this game. Yeah, which I had found this. Oh, I don't know. We were pretty early into our. We were. I mean, I still think we're a podcast baby. Like you know, we For might sure. be. We're probably crawling. We might be getting to where we're like standing up on furniture. You know. I don't even know about that, dude. (laughs) (laughs) We're just still on our backs, crying and pooping. No, (laughs) (laughs) pretty much it. Just, just floundering on the floor. Yeah, pretty much. I don't know, but regardless, uh, you know, when we were like in our probably third episode, maybe I think we did Spirit of the North, and it was around that time I started trying to get ahead and playing games, and we were really big into Steam, which we haven't really gotten back to, except for what Assassin's Creed, I think. Yeah, and. I think I picked that up on Steam. So when I was looking at games, I found this game and I can't, there was a reason why I was looking at it and the seat. And I tried to think back to the time. I cannot recall why this even popped up on the radar. And then I just, we picked something else and we went our own way. I I actually feel like Raji's what took its place. If I recall, it it might've been, um, I think definitely we wouldn't have picked it anytime earlier because this game is meant for this season. Oh my God. Don't feel any colder then when it's snowing outside and you're playing this game, it feels Dude. ridiculous. Okay, so so my friends recently who have a, a podcast called Dirtbag Cinema just did an episode and a while back, and they were talking about QT and his films. And one of the biggest things I always bring up is like, well, hey, hold on, hate. real quick, real quick, before you go on, because QT for for people who don't know, because this is a gaming podcast, is <laughs> Quentin Tarantino. Okay. So Quentin Tarantino dies like what eight or nine films now, whatever. So if you don't know him, he's done things like Django, Hateful Eight. Well, I, not that I need to really go the super super deep into this like topic. I'm just trying to say that other than this game, maybe Red Dead Redemption, uh, Hateful Eight did the same thing where like it makes you feel like you're barricaded in your house in a blizzard. Yeah, this game like makes you feel like you're stuck in the mountains trying to survive. Like even though you're sitting in your house in like 70 degree temp set, like it's bizarre dude. And this thing, so it's a survival first person survival game. Yes. And I do have a tidbits that you may not know that we'll get into, but so you picked this, I'd seen it a while back and I'm really, really glad you picked this and we rolled with this because this might be one of my favorite games that we've reviewed so far. I honestly agree with you. I think there are so few things that like they did that could have been improved, but I think the only thing they, they could have improved on was a style choice. Like they chose to do it the way it, it is and it doesn't look bad. So graphically, like they chose a, per, a certain style for their graphics. Um, it doesn't look like a modern flash. Like we just reviewed the Hunter. It doesn't look like that landscape. But what they're able to do with the graphics that they have, which are kind of that uh, maybe a little bit less than Raji, but around Spirit of the North style almost. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. It almost reminds me a little of um, some of the blocking you see. Not, It's not that bad. It's not that low of graphics, but it, there's a few moments it reminded me of like Minecraft for some reason. <laughs> it's <laughs> well, really not that bad, but I mean, and it is a sandbox survival game, so it it does kind of harken back to that maybe a bit. And maybe that's kind of what they were going for. I don't know it, but 
even that, like if they could have improved on that, if they could, like if they just made that look like maybe the hunter, I don't even know what you would, you might lose your mind because you actually believe you're there, right? <laughs> Dude. Okay. So you brought up something um, and I was going to wait a little while to later, but you kind of brought it up because you said, uh, you said something they couldn't do better. I think that's what you mentioned. So that's, what's funny is they had kind of an outcry from players and so they had to, I don't know if it's like, a, I don't know what the issue was, but something in the first and second episodes, like, kind of yeah. like chapters, whatever you want to call them. It, yeah. They went back and redid them. Right. I don't know if you know that. Yeah, I did. I actually read about that. I, I read a few things about this game because I was actually so interested in it and in, in where it came from. And we both just played the story mode. We didn't even play yes. the open survival. No. So there's three modes to this game. There's a challenge mode, which I haven't even looked at. But there's a, there's an open survival mode where you can just pick a map and try to survive it for as long as you possibly can. And so in that way, it's kind of like Minecraft even, you know, uh, but the one that we played was called uh, Winter Mute, which is yeah. their story mode. Um I hope I said that correctly because I've never seen that word before. So. I haven't either. It's funny. I didn't even know if you saw that or not. Um, yeah. When I was reading back, I caught that. And it's, I remember seeing it when I first started the game and I thought that's a weird way just to put like, you know, campaign or story mode, you know, like winter right. mute, which muted winter. You're stuck in a, a <laughs> you're in a purgatory of coldness for sure. So, yeah, I mean, to kind of go back to what you were saying about them listening to the player outcry when they first launched the game or, or at least the season parts, parts of the game or the season, the episode parts of the game where you're doing the story mode was back in. <laughs> don't care for the mint chocolate, man. No, it's the beer's good, but I just taste chocolate and mint. And I just think it's a sin. <laughs> that was awesome. I just <laughs> uh, watched your disapproval on that one. That was perfect. It's not. And I'm telling you, it's just chocolate mint. It's not my flavor, dude. Oh, God. yeah, it's it's good. It, take my word for it. Don't listen to him. He's wrong. If you if you like chocolate. Oh, and no, mint, it tastes just like a chocolate mint cookie. I'm sure most people's would mouths would be watering. Mine. My body's trying to reject this. <laughs> but to, to get back on track. So when they originally released the story mode in 2017, they had a bunch of outcry from players about how the campaign worked and how the um, the quests were given to you. And so they just completely redid those two chapters to make the the I guess the quest line progression a lot more what like what the community was wanting this is an extremely responsive company to their community because I think this is really their only game that they've done. I think they're, they're all, uh, it's another set. I think it's another scenario of veteran developers getting together, putting up a small indie studio. This was, uh, I think launched on Kickstarter is how it got started. And I they did just see something about it. that. Yeah. You could, um, donate and stuff to help them get going. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot about this game. This game is set in the Canadian winter north. Like it's just, it's as as far north. It looks like as far north as you possibly can. You're in the remotest of areas. And I even like a read of an interview um, with the, I guess the, the founder of hinterland studios. And he was just like, it's unapologetically a Canadian game. Like he was like, <laughs> just deal with it. <laughs> Apparently they just have a ton of Canadian pride and which awesome. Like yeah, that no, was, that's cool. You know, somebody who gets that behind their spirit and wanting to share um, their, their experience with other people like that. That's awesome. Especially when they, they show that kind of passion when they bring it to their game. So again, I'm bad at the segues and the side stories and stuff, but you made me think of something. Yeah. Okay. That's 
I think it's maybe a little bit pride for us playing video games on one level too, because I remember when I think it was Obama visited Poland. He had in a speech brought up the Witcher series and video game. Oh yeah. Yes. And I thought that was the craziest thing. And I don't even know hundred percent. That's true. I think I read that on somewhere. <laughs> and I thought that was as a prideful video game player. That's like not, you know, that's, this is our level. This is our form of entertainment. I still like cinema. I still like TV. I still like movies and stuff, but, and, and sometimes I'm too tired to like <laughs> what a game where I have to like engage. But then other times when this is like how my mind feeds, I like to have something to solve and do, you know what I mean? And so yeah. to have it brought to like a, a that high a level of, you know, it's like people, like a country's acknowledging it or what, you know what I mean? And then you're tying in your own culture to it. I think that's great. Like, I think that's awesome. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, that was what kind of really sold us about Raji too, right? I mean, yeah, exactly. I didn't think so. About that. Yeah. I mean, it's just people putting together their, their passions from where they're from. I, I really love to see that in games. So. Um, so <laughs> this game, how do you want to start with this game? Because well, it's a, the start at the beginning. Cause so this is one of the probably few games where you've got farther in the game than I did. Um, I did put in like nine and a half hours on this game, but this is where this game's survival mode, uh, and your ability to do it will probably affect you a lot in your progression and how fast you can go. Because I could have probably gone a lot faster, but I got so caught up in some of the aspects of the game that I really just didn't go as far as I wanted to. Well, and like it hooked me and I had, it fell on a weekend. Bailey worked all weekend too. That that helped. And it hooked me. Yeah. You know, like, um, and I wasn't so tired that I couldn't step, you know, I actually got, to, I could play more than an hour before wanting to go to bed. So like, <laughs> you know, I, then once it hooked me and I think, uh, so Z got to see me play it a little bit. He didn't end up going to his mom's. And so it was just me, him and the babies. Well, dude, when they went to bed, I was like, dude, let's just play some video games. And so he played something. Oh, he was playing the Oculus, which by the way, we need to add that to our list. You're going to have to get one of them, add that to our games review because yeah, dude, that's it's bananas, bro. Like, holy <laughs> buckets. He was, he had me buy him some games on there um, with his birthday money. Yeah. That's what they got for Christmas or whatever. Oh dude. It's awesome. Nice. So, anyway. So yeah, I, I got to play like several hours, like two or three nights in a row. And I actually was going to play more. And honestly, if it wasn't for playoff football stuff, which is going to, we'll tie into that. Why that's important <laughs> <laughs> for the next, one. we'll talk about that later. But yeah, though, like if it wasn't for football being in the playoffs and stuff, dude, I probably would have played another five or 10 hours. Yeah. I mean, I was I mean, wrapped up with that. Yeah, it, it is a game that definitely draws you in. And it's all with like this, not not just the like story, but it's the gameplay and everything. Everything complements each other. They did everything really well. And the, the game is super minimalistic. It's there's not a whole lot to it. Like it doesn't look like anything. And you just have to learn what you're doing as you go. Like your HUD. There's so many little things. That, but there's a ton. Yeah, there's yeah, a ton. And you don't know what but, they're, you don't even know how to use, apply them no. or use them yet. You know, you figure right. it out on your own. Yep. Yeah, that's so I guess maybe I, I misspoke a little bit. Like it's not like there's not a ton going on in the game. There definitely is. It's just when you look at it at the face of it, if you're looking at your HUD, you're looking at your inventory, it doesn't seem like much, but there is so much to this game. I mean, it's <laughs> everything costs something no matter okay. what you're doing. I, because I don't want to take up the mic talking. Cause I could get really crazy at the beginning of this. Like I could just ramble. I want you to tell me how, you, like, unless you want me to go, I want you to tell me your take on like the beginning. And I'm going to give this little warning sign. Now two warnings, warning. Number one, 
kind of some spoiler alerts on the early stuff. Neither one of us beat the game, so we don't know how it ends. No. A lot of crazy open theory stuff going on in my head already because, <laughs> of the, because of the roller coaster rides you get on in this. But the warning number two is here is a really terrible segue into our call to action. So <laughs> <laughs> nice. we, I'm telling you, we nail this so fucking good every week, dude. I do my part right. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just <laughs> okay. Like fair enough. Okay. That's fine. You're right. I butcher the shit out of my part and I never know when to do this. So, because I don't start at the beginning, like a human should But guys, <laughs> if you could check us out on Facebook, like follow, subscribe, message us, comment, any beers, games you want us to try, uh, email us even at what is it? The, the monologues, Gmail. I mean, yep, it's the one about monologues at Gmail, all one word. Yeah, and then uh, and then we have an Instagram too. So there's all that stuff out there, guys. Um, yeah, go ahead, take it away. And then you. wherever you're listening to us at, please rate, review, and subscribe. Nailed it every time. All right. <laughs> so the the spoiler warnings out there because I'm going to spoil some of the early storyline for sure, and I have questions for you. And mm-hmm. then um, take it away, sir. Let's tell me, tell me how you, this game started. All right. So you start off, and you are Will McKenzie. Mm-hmm. They just call him McKenzie for the most part. Um, yep. uh, and, uh, you kind of start off in your, oh, hangar bay inside of, <clears throat> so you're just inside a hangar bay. Finish your glass there. Nice. I got to get that down. Got a little bit left in mind. <laughs> yeah. You just had to slam it to get through it. Yes, I did. <laughs> uh, sir, while you're telling this, I'm going to pop open the next one. So the next one we're going to go to is, um, let's do the, let's do the toffee one next. All right. I'm good with that. All right, so you start off with as Will McKenzie, and you're just in his hangar bay. He, you can tell he's a pilot; doesn't have a whole lot to do. There's not a whole lot going inside of uh, going on in there. He's got like a little office, and then the bay where the plane is at. Um, and then they start kind of trying to introduce you to doing some things. Uh, I can't even remember what your first task is. It's take a nap, I think, or something. Well, it's it's you have to do something. So, oh, oh. you have to uh, start a fire. Yeah. So that you can make sure that the pipes don't freeze. And uh, that that's your first uh, kind of intro into the game is just creating a fire. And that skill is paramount throughout the entire game. <laughs> being able to start a fire and maintain uh, it. Um, you, you will never not have be far from a fire. Dude, what was your number one struggle in this game? So my number one struggle in this game was uh, food by far. Food really? management, calorie management. Yeah. Mine like I didn't weight, have problems with anything else. Mine was weight management. I had, I had always had tons of food. No. So <clears throat> that was my, I had to drop food to have more weight to carry wood to start fire, stay warm. No, <laughs> like I it never, was a disaster. I never had problems with that because, well, the cool thing with starting fires when you're out and about. So after you get out of that first area, um, is there's pretty much sticks everywhere. So you yeah. always have something to burn. Um, breaking stuff down. Yeah, that's what I would and do. Then, that's what, that's yeah, what once I you, learned to do. Yeah, once you come across a hatchet, you can break down pretty much, I mean, a good portion of the wood materials around you. Um, it's not like everything. It's not like Minecraft. You can't just walk up to a tree and chop it down. No, Which is right. strange. But uh, they do have like furniture and stuff you can break down and turn into to reclaimed uh, wood and use that yeah. fuel. Yeah, the and I didn't mean to interrupt you so early on to the beginning of this, but but just to show you guys a little bit of what that means if you do that, 
you have to, that's all. If you break something down, that's calorie burn. Yeah. It takes time out of your clock and you don't want it to get dark out. And you yeah, I toffee, my habit. Right? yep. Toffee. All right. Uh, so then you, you break something down. Well, you might've just lost half an hour of time passes by as you break that down. And you might've just burned 200 calories. And, and, and if you're outside, your body yeah. temperature is continuously dropping because you yes. are in the frozen North. Oh my gosh. Yes. And you are in some raggedy ass clothes too. Dude, so you, you continue. You're in the what hangar bay of this plane and you're a pilot and you're Will McKenzie and you light the fire and go. Yeah. So after you get the fire lit, he takes a little nap because what else does a pilot in the frozen North have to do? Um, and uh, he wakes to a phone call. Right. From uh, who is it? Astrid Greenwood. Astrid. Yeah. Is that who it is? Um, I don't remember if that's the phone call, but because it, like it doesn't really ever say that because then he seems because if you think about it, he gets the phone call. But then when she shows up, he's kind of surprised she's there. Oh, yeah, I guess that's right. Huh? So he gets a phone I always call. Thought but that, he, right. I was trying to figure out who that was. Was it him? T- was someone telling him the storm was coming in? Maybe. I can't remember if, oh man, I cannot remember the, the phone conversation, but I remember it was not a positive conversation. Right. And every interaction with Astrid isn't really positive either. You, they have some relationship, probably Dude. married previously. Yeah. So she shows up, right? Yeah. Yeah. So she shows up. She just bursts in the door and starts demanding that he fly her to a frozen island. Uh, I, I can't even remember the name of the, a bear island. Is that it? I think something like that. That's what I've been trying to remember this whole time we've been talking. Yeah, I think it was Bear Island or something like that, which, funny enough, coming from last week, Bear Island. But Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, following the theme, baby. Yeah. But so she demands that he take her up there because she seems to be like a doctor or something, and she needs to go up and take care of somebody who's got some illness, and she's real secretive about what's going on. She doesn't want to tell you anything. She's got a locked case with her. Like you can't get into nothing. Like she's just, but she, she's not giving you any information except for that. She's just super demanding about you taking her to the frozen Island. Yes. So you, there's tension. You can tell they were past the relationship. Like, what are you doing here? I, I had nowhere else. I can only, I'd try, I can only trust you. And this is where the eerie stuff to me sets in. This is where like, because she has this weird locked case. And when you like, what's the case? Like she literally says, I said, no questions. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's very strange. Yeah. I mean, and it's, it's bizarre. Do you recall what happens when you go to the plane and you got to load the stuff up before you leave? You get an option? No, I don't recall getting an option. I remember so, you have to choose which or choose which things to put on the plane. Yes. You but have, you only you get one limit. of yours. Yeah. Yeah. You, only fit, have, like, you only fit three things. You can't fit. So it pretty much offers you up like a food, extra food. Um, yeah. A flare gun thing. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the third one. You can only take one of those and put them on there. And that, to me, that was like the first foreshadowing. I mean, obviously, you know, it's a survival game. You already kind of know something's going to happen. But like, that was the first foreshadowing. Oh, shit. Yeah. What am I going to pick? Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. So, so yeah, you get a little challenge. You got to load up the airplane. You got to keep it underweight. Um, I don't I mean, I really didn't even pay too much attention to what all was going in there other than her stuff. Right. And then that was kind of like, like I just, 
I don't know. I must have uh, glossed over that part because I just checked whatever I had in there. I know I took the flare gun because I end up with it later. But oh, uh, see, I took the food, extra food. I I doubled back. I started with the flare gun, but then I read it again because I thought a gun, and then I read what kind of gun it. They call it like they don't call it flare gun. They call it a. They call it something else, but it's like the same. I mean, it's saying like it's for, you know, it's it's like a safety gun. It's not for like shooting bullets. It's like for getting someone's attention. I can't yeah. remember the word. It doesn't really matter because I started with that and I took it back out and put the food one in there. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, after that, you know, you, you do your pre-flight checks, which you don't really get to see kind of it's off screen. And then you see yourselves flying, uh, you Mackenzie and Astrid flying to this, uh, unknown destination. And uh, they're having intense conversation the whole time. You can tell it's like heated between them. Like there's something there's, but you know, it's, it's more about her being concerned about where Mackenzie's at now. Like he, I guess has fallen back into uh, drinking and and now, you know, become like they builds up so much backstory in that just the little conversation that they have there about their relationship. And uh, while they're talking, uh, they encounter some weird lights in the sky, which is like some, I guess, geomagnetic uh, storm, like some storm or something. But uh, it brings the plane down and you land on your destination, Bear Island, I think. Um, and, y- you know, you kind of wake up and have to go from there. So that's that's really like the introduction to the game is you just. Yes pretty much now. just get dropped in the middle of a fiery plane crash that after the night is over is burned out and you're just left to freeze. Okay. So it's crazy. This game hooked me so much. I I gotta, I gotta like say, I'm so excited to talk about this game. It's crazy. It hooked me so much because you know how crappy my beginning to this game was. So I wake up, I don't know what I'm doing. My stats are dropping. I'm like, I don't really know what to like, what to do. And I'm <laughs> exactly. close to the fire to get warmer. I got too close to the fire. And so let me just tell you guys this. There's cloth on the ground. And the first thing is, so when you look up, you've wrecked this plane. You're not by the plane. You're down a ravine, like what, a hundred feet down from the plane. Yeah. And he's like, the, and he's like hurting and you have injuries on your body that you yes. can try to heal or take care of. And you look up and then you go, oh, the trees must have broke my fall. What? Like, I don't know how this dude didn't have his <laughs> fucking head split open. Like, it's so cold. It's so far up. You're just like, Okay. And he's got like sprained everything, like every, every body part's like sprained. So you pick yeah. up this cloth and you can make bandages. So you're, you're already getting like introductory into like how the game mechanics are going to work and like what you're going to have to do. Boom. You make some bandages, you heal your stuff. This dumb shit, boom, it walks in the fire too close. Cause I'm trying to get warm, burns everything on my body. I can't heal my health quick enough. It starts. And once you're cold enough, your health pool just starts dropping. Yeah, so you have, yeah. You have four radial dials at the bottom left of the screen. One is what temperature. One yeah. is water. One is food, and one is what tired. I think it's the eyeball. Yeah, it's like tired. the second one over is eyeball. Yeah. I don't know what's going on with these. They didn't describe any of this crap. There's like a cave thing over there. So I, I like try to bandage myself, and it literally tells me that did nothing. Like <laughs> with the fire ones, with the fire ones, it's like that did nothing. Yeah. Stop it. Like, yeah. I don't know what else to do. I don't know how to place a fire because that the first fire they show you is like a stove and you right. do come across plenty of those, but not out there. No. And so like I had no effing clue what to do. And so like, I just kept dying. Even if it were reloaded to save, I was like, okay, so I'll try something different. 
yeah. were saved after I walked in the fucking fire. So I had to start the entire game over now. <laughs> I act like it was a big deal. I was like six minutes into the game. So I yeah. did. I just started over. I was like, okay, dumbass, don't walk in the fire, which is funny if you know our back history of playing World of Warcraft. You don't stand in fire, but whatever. That's beside the point. I was just trying to get my body warm because it was dropping my freaking stats. But so that was my introduction to this game. And then for whatever reason, take two went way smoother. Yeah, I mean, I, I had a bunch of those mishaps as well. And it, honestly, right in that first portion, too. Um, like a huge learning curve right there. Yeah. It smacks you in the skull. So, yeah, they jump, they drop you off and they don't really like give you a whole lot of direction other than find a place to shelter and stay warm. Like, that's your only real direction. Like, you can tell because of your status and everything, if you go, if you pause and go to the status menu, what is ag- actually hurting on you, but they don't tell you exactly how to fix any of it. They just say it can be fixed with this. No, and even if you go sleep somewhere, even if it's warm, it burns calories. You're just, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, it's like the craziest, uh, do you remember those, what, Tamagotchi things you had to keep alive on those little, <laughs> did you remember those? Yeah. It's like the craziest realistic version of a Tamagotchi Sims character. Like on the Sims, you had like happiness and stuff. You had, no, like, no, this is your, you have four things and they're all life or death. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, like eat or die, sleep right. or die, drink or die. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they're all so dramatic. Yes. Yes. They, they definitely are. Um. So in that first portion, yeah, you gather up as much wood as you can, or at least that's what I did. I went around and gathered up as much, well, just stuff, not not necessarily wood, but I even everything grabbed I like, get. yeah, every, every little piece of everything I could possibly pick up, I went ahead and grabbed. And once I completely cleared out that beginning area, which was probably far too long because of the amount of calories I burned walking around searching for things. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even tell you this when you get up to the top of that. So you're in the, you, your next mission after finding the shelter, which is a little cave. Yeah. The next mission in which you wake up and you're like, oh, I don't Astrid must be up there or whatever. You're still looking for her, which kind of becomes the forefront storyline for you is that you're looking for Astrid. Correct. Yeah. But you, so you have to make your way up to the top of the plane wreck and it kind of starts the, the next chapter almost or whatever. Yeah. Do what I got up there. So I was so cold. My health was dropping, you know, continuously. You know how when you get that cold, you start in de- like almost dead. You start getting like, yeah, you dizzy. start staggering around. Yeah, I was just sprinting for like it was a finish line was the plane. <laughs> like it was just going to heal me. Yeah, it popped up the achievement for whatever completing. Then I died and it had I had to reset. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I was like, damn it. <laughs> Yeah, I had some early uh, mishaps or whatever, man. I definitely had some early deaths, too. Like, right going up for the plane was one of my first ones. So, I, the first, my first attempt at it, I got, uh, I climbed up the side of the mountain and I got to the top of the top of the little mountain that you can climb up there. I gathered all of the berries that you could gather on the way up, which was, I don't know why, because 40 some, and I've only used them one time. Right, they they're like a um, a painkiller almost type. I think that's the ones, right? Those ones are yep. the rosebuds, mm-hmm. rose you can, you, hips or something. If you, if you boil water, which we'll get to that later, yeah, I mean, you, can you can turn that into tea. a tea. Yes. Yeah, it and you can it says you, you okay. You can put two things on a fire to cook at the same time. What is the most <laughs> dangerous thing you can do? 
because <laughs> because everything is so exact. It tells you how long to get done, and it gives yes. you this option to speed through it till it's done, right? Yes. But then the thing next to it that you put on half of a second sooner than this thing that you just clicked on is now burnt and wasted. Yes, I did that with <laughs> Rabbit like more than once. Like, same, okay, same. Oh man, this game. I'd get so mad too because yes. I was like, I knew. Okay, the first time was like a learning experience. You know, the whole like, you know, fool me once, shame on you type of shit. The yeah. second time, I was like, God, what the? Okay, whatever. <laughs> like, I'll just cook one thing at a time. Right. No, so I got I got used to uh, looking at the weights of things that I was putting on there. So when it comes to like cooking meat and stuff looking at the weights and the weights would tell you how long something would cook. So I would put lesser weights on first, put the second one on that had more weight and then go back to the first and then wait on that, like hit the, that way you could just click over and get the next. Yeah. Hit the wait until finished thing, pick it up, put it away and then instantly click over to the other one. So I kind of worked out a system to cook two things at once, but <laughs> I mean, it took thought it, I mean, because yeah. otherwise you're stuck cooking one thing at a time, and each time you're passing 30 minutes of burning yeah. calories and sitting nope. in the cold, or uh, the possibility of a wolf is coming up on you. I mean, it's just sitting, you're just sitting there. Yeah. And so, okay. So, you, this game to me opened up, and there was just a few eerie things. But at first, it wasn't enough to make, to, to dive me down the rabbit hole of like theories about what the is going on, you know? Yeah. Because yeah. the suitcase is like, okay, so she's like, some, what is she like, you know, some voodoo doctor or some super <laughs> mad scientist? Who's a, what does she have nanotech in there for Tony Stark? Like, I don't know what that is, but yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't sold that it was like, you know, that big a deal. Okay. Yeah. But this is where the game just starts going so many different directions because then you get, you get to the plane, you get the stuff and it's like, oh, like we got to go find Astrid, whatever. And you go through some open areas and then maybe another cave you can sleep in. And you're starting to learn more of the mechanics, but just very, barely any. Like you haven't learned at this point. I hadn't learned like because we don't have really have the option to. I haven't burnt. You know, you haven't learned like okay to increase your water intake. You carry a jug with you. Yeah. And I think this is one of the probably one of my all time favorite parts about this game is the way the water mechanic works. Is you keep this jug with you and it fills up and just adds weight to your body, and you yes. can boil snow down in cans and fill up the jug and purify it. I think that's super cool. I. I don't yeah. know why I just, because I think that's because one of my fears early on was, oh shit. Like, how am I going to keep finding like clean water to keep this going? Yep. Well, so then, being from where I'm from, I was like, okay, well obviously I'm going to have to melt some snow, but what do I have to hold it in? I'm going to have to like melt and drink and then I'm fucked for however long until I find something else. So then to find out that you can store it in the jug, that was yeah. definitely like, they ha had to save you on that bit <laughs> because yes, otherwise yeah, there's sure. no way you're going to get enough water. Right. I do like that. The pops and stuff hydrated you a little bit. I don't know how realistic that would be if you were like actually in a situation like that, but I do like that you'd find like cans of soda and they would like increase your hydration a little bit, you know, and, and, and your food. Yeah, a little bit of calories, a little bit of yep. hydration. Hey, pops good for the soul. I like that. God bless. <laughs> so you needed a beer yeah. though. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, dude, <laughs> we're right here. I'm almost done with the second one. I'm, yeah, I, I'm about halfway. It, oh, I'm about one drink away. Nice. Well, being a Canadian game, you would expect, come on, you got to have some beer in there. Let's go. Yeah. I feel but. like you could say that about any culture, though. Really. <laughs> you know what I mean? You could, be like, you could be like, it's, it's Germany. Like, where's the beer at? Warm <laughs> beer at? That'd keep yeah. you warm out there. You know, you could say anything. So, but no, I get what you're saying. And yeah. So, okay. So, first, so, my, my conspiracy theory 
crazy what is happening in this. Like, I feel like maybe I didn't realize how much I do this with all of life. And it started with, what was it? Sinuous sacrifice or whatever the hell that game was. I never yeah. realized maybe this is why I like writing or storylines and stuff because my brain just goes sideways real quick. So it wasn't there yet. Yeah. You make your way to the this overlook and you see a town and it looks all but abandoned. There's one light on. Yes. And okay, and this this is the start of me going, oh, I didn't know this was supposed to be a horror game. <laughs> and it's not, but it just lo- they love throwing these little things in this game to really throw you off because it is the, yeah. It, for, the way that you come upon this town and you're going to and it kind of gives you the quest to like, oh, you'll see like the house, the light on, let's see if Astrid is there. You're still looking for Astrid. You come across you it, it doesn't force you to, but there's no way you'd almost not see it. You go by the woodshed on the way up to this house with the light on, and there's yes. a fucking body there and blood leading to the house. Yes. And I just went, uh oh, like this is <laughs> not now I'm starting to get a little bit of goosebumps. Like, I'm not sure I'm ready for this. Like, what's going to be in here? You know, like, that is not what I expected. Now, you go ahead. Play off right. me. What do you got? So I was going to ask, before you got to the Overlook, did you hunt any rabbits? Did you I hunt hit, any? I hit three. Okay, first off, that was maddening. I, <laughs> I, I threw that. How do you aim? Like, that, that's the worst aiming so mechanic by throwing I figured ever. it out. Well, I figured it out. So if you if you hold the aim button he puts his hand up and if you put the even rabbit that burns calories yes it does <laughs> even that burns calories <laughs> makes you tired if you aiming rocks the, if you put the rabbit between in the middle of his forefinger and thumb that was a perfect shot so i got really okay. good at hitting rabbits um every so this, time i went to click on them though dude they take off running that's what i couldn't yes figure out. yeah they don't stay so this is this game is not for the faint of heart by any means. Like if you're if you're afraid to kill a rabbit, um, this game is not for you. But, Gotta survive. So, which we just played a hunting game, which had guns and was really easy to find the animals. No, okay, let me back up. It was really easy to find them to shoot them. It wasn't easy to find them after you shot them. Well, I mean, if you not had a good me. shot, <laughs> okay, well, it wasn't for me. Okay, I'm I'm going with the the caramel coconut cookie four hands beer right now. So. Nice. But, uh, yeah, so, uh, you have to, so on the way to the overlook, um, you come to another area where somebody else has made a campfire and around that, that area in kind of assuming, uh, that that was Asher's campfire at one point. Right. And around that area, you can find stones all over the place. And those you just want to pick up no matter what you're doing. You want to make sure you got at least 10 or so stones on you. <laughs> and at least that's what I did. Um, they don't, they don't have a lot of weight, but it's always good to have them it's with a, you because I think they're a pound with 10. So I yeah, they're, maybe, yeah, they're one ounce or point point one of a point, pound or whatever. Point one pound. Yeah. And so, you know, I would, I picked up a bunch of those and then you see little rabbits, um, running around the area. And, uh, so I was starving at that point. I mean, my guy was gonna die. I could do everything else except for, I didn't have any food and. He was going to die. So I had to hunt rabbits. And so I spent uh, like a death and a half going back through that. So I I ended up dying because I didn't get a rabbit the first time through. That's how I perfected the aim. (laughs) Necessity to survive. Okay. That's the difference though, because I chose that food cargo. Yes. And that's why I had enough spilled out around that plane. That's why I didn't, I didn't have any issues getting through there. I had a couple of rabbits and they took off running. I couldn't grab them. So I was like, ah, fuck it. I'm done. 
Yeah. So you throw the stone at the rabbit. It stuns the rabbit. You have literally like two or three seconds to run to the rabbit and try to pick it up before it's not stunned anymore. And so I would, you know, I got to the point where I could sprint up and pick up the rabbit. I got, I got pretty decent at doing that. Um, it wasn't like the, the easiest thing to do, but I got pretty good at doing it. And then you have the rabbit in your hands and you have to make a decision on whether you release the rabbit or you kill the rabbit. Oh my gosh. Now I want to go do that again. Like I said, I never caught one cause I took off running. You never caught one. Oh my God. You every have time to I go hit do him, this. Dude, every dude, time I hit him, they'd fall down when well, I want to, it sounds like sadistic, but like, I just want oh, to see it is. <laughs> oh, it is. So you're holding this little rabbit by the neck in front of you and you have an option to release or kill. And well, you need food, so you got to kill. Yeah. And I so mean, you're looking at this thing this. and its eyes are glossing at you. It's oh got a little God. weak. It's got a sad looking face. And are you shitting me? They actually no, like make, they show its face looking at you. <laughs> yes. You're looking at the rabbit in the face. And oh, then if, so you terrible. Choose, if you choose to kill it, you reach up with the other hand. And you snap the little thing's neck oh right on God, screen. That's terrible. It is insane. Does it make the noise like when you hit the rabbits with your horse on Red Dead? It it squeals a bit. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> Look, good Lord, that's terrible. Well, and okay. then you have a rabbit. <laughs> well, I guess you get a full belly. It's worth it. Yeah. Well, I mean, you get some calories at least. <laughs> Dude. Oh my. God. Dude, you definitely have to go do that. So I spent oh, far. Man. So. This is why I didn't make it as far in the game as I wanted to, even though I put in like nine and a half hours is I got lost trying to gather food. And a lot of the way to gather food is just hunting. Um, and well, if you're finding just rabbits, it's not very easy and uh, it, it can take a lot of time to get through. Like I almost there's almost a you're almost at an even trade. It just gives you just enough uh, calories to make it worth it. Since since you brought it up, I actually think I got like 15 hours on this or more. Yeah, nice. Like it might, it might have been more, but it wasn't like straight play. I might have been doing stuff and had it on and was going yeah. back and forth or something. But I know I played like 15 hours on this game, probably. Awesome. Especially counting the mess ups and like that kind of stuff. Because yeah. some, some stuff I just got caught up in, you know, because you, you make mistakes just trying to survive. You spend more time doing stuff you don't need to do. Um, because like what you almost because of what you just said, yeah. it's almost like an even trade off. You'd have been better off just not fucking with it and moving forward. Right. Because in the act of getting it, you spend just as much calories and you just end up in this big circle jerk. Yep. So, so, and then you, after that portion, after you, you maybe may or may not kill some rabbits with your bare hands, <laughs> you get to the overlook and you go into the town. So, uh, who's that first person you meet in the town that the person inside uh, the house that you almost died to? <laughs> dude, okay. So for, okay, th this is like, I'm full on prepared now for whatever's about to happen right bloody body outside blood trailing to the house you get in the house it's dark as shit you get turned around the corner there's a fire it's a gray mother yeah like she's the like she's the dying old mom of dragons gray mother you know like <laughs> what is that and she this is where stuff gets so weird because she's like blind or something she's got the bandage over her eyes yeah and you she about shoots you which is fair enough and she keeps right. talking about the bad people and then, I mean, once you really kind of hear some of the storyline, you're like, okay, I understand that. Like, you can't see. Someone's breaking into her house practically. Right. You know, of course you're going to be like waving a gun around. What you do, I, I don't know, about, I don't know, real quick, did you ever try to take that gun while she had it set next to the chair? Uh, No, but I, I probably should have. <laughs> oh, I tried like six times. I never could get it from her. 
It wouldn't let you ever click on it, which I thought was bullshit. She can't see. grab that <laughs> motherfucker. But whatever. <laughs> like, I ain't trying to be a dick. I'm just saying, like, you're, you're trying to. She's going to okay, serve whatever. me more out there getting food than right. her sitting in here. So I, I do feel like we have talked about trying to uh, not necessarily shorten our episodes by a whole lot, but we do want to shorten the time a little. So I'll, I'll try to not go too far because I feel like I could talk about this. I could make this episode <laughs> two and a half hours easy. Like, because this is where shit just gets crazy. Yeah. So she talks in very weird kind of riddles, eerie almost talking yeah. about the bad people, which I guess to her being blind, that would be really hard to decipher like what was going on. Right. But she's a tough old bird and apparently killed the dude at the woodshed. She ain't fucking around. He ain't taking her house for sure, but she's <laughs> the only house in town with a light on and that you can kind of find that exists. And yeah. so what you decide is you almost make a truce with her. And she kind of alludes to the fact that she thinks she's heard Astrid maybe through all the screaming and stuff when the bad people came and she kind of tells you, you know, a few things and you're like, well, there has to be food, you know, somewhere there has to be. And she says the gas station. Yeah. And this is where you meet and it's not far and it won't let you set your own like targets on the map, like icons to lead you, but you can keep checking the map and, and go. It's not super complicated. Yeah, the map does give you a directional arrow, but that's right. that's all you get on it. You can see which way your character is going, and that's it. Which I guess good enough. I mean, because yeah. in real life you wouldn't even have that. You're just yeah guessing games here, just guessing for sure. And you've already at this point came across some wolves. They do introduce you one in that valley before you get to the town to, to give you the clue. Like, hey, if you see a a wolf or something like this, you can try to avoid it. You don't have to. It may not attack you if you stay away. So they, they give you that. And I don't know about you, but I came across those all the time. Like, like the, that was not the, the wolves. wolves. Yeah. yeah. And so you go to this gas station and this is where shit gets even stranger. I haven't, I'm sorry for being like to ruin, like, I don't know, spoiler alert, but like, I got to talk about this crap. I mean, you get in there and he's this meant old... to be, he's meant to be like weird. It's, oh, it's, it's okay. meant to throw you off. I okay, guarantee that. Like it's, we're going to get, we're going to get deeper into this because did you come across him later? No. So I, so I you did, didn't come up. So you didn't get far enough. It gets yeah. weirder, bro. And I'll, I'll explain this. Okay. So we're going to lead up to this point. You so get in the to gas Methuselah. Station, you, yes. You meet and Methuselah is this old. Oh God. What is he like? Jimi Hendrix looking <laughs> old dude by the fire. And he's like, you have this conversation with him and he's just kind of like old and wise. And, but he's not like, it doesn't explain why he's there with a fire like at all. But then he's but he like, almost seems to expect you. Yes. And that's where it gets weird. And you even say, you're like something about you seems familiar. Really something about this whole place seems familiar. And in my mind with the foreshadowing and storytelling that I like, and I, that I, I'm not trying to be like arrogant, but that, that I think that I understand about how people write things or where stories are going. I went, Okay, what are they trying to tell me with this statement? Yeah. Right? And yeah. then it gets deeper because then he goes, well, of course it does because aren't we both just in the apocalypse of the apocalypse? What kind of line is that? <laughs> My brain so, was just at a fucking uproar at this point, like trying to figure out what does that even mean? So you, to me, I think just because I, I, I don't know if I gathered this from like the trailer or something else uh, I read about the game, 
but it almost seemed like that geomagnetic event was like a an earth shattering worldwide thing. like it was not just you it was worldwide and everything just died and you are in the okay. worst place to be right now okay but let's let's dive into that because okay so if that's true why does he know that that's worldwide and why is he saying it like he's already known about it and it gets deeper because the, uh, without reading anything about the game, this is where I started piecing this together because vehicles become a, a component of the game and of the story. And you yeah. and you go, okay, so why do none of these vehicles run? Oh, that's and he easy. brings up he brings up that they've not ran since this storm. Oh well, they they I don't, they, they have I don't this, there's a little part. there's a little comment, and I can't remember who says it. All the machines shut down from this storm. Yeah, none of them are running. Okay, so what kind of fucking storm is this that you know like and why are you trapped here and so okay so that's weird enough and i'm i'm like telling my family members about this like i'm like (laughs) telling bailey i'm like you gotta i'm like i know you don't care about one more video game on our podcast like but i gotta fucking tell you about this you know i like this like it's real life (laughs) yeah i'm like getting so into this game i'm telling you man i was like i was hooked yeah because 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 like i said i thought it was just going to be a survival game even story mode I thought it'd be more a simpler story than what it started developing into. And I don't know how far you finally got. And so I'm going to ask you some questions as we, like, I want to see if you got, did you get to, I think his name's Hobbs was Hobbs. Yeah. No, I didn't get that far. Oh, so shit. The farthest I made it out of town was past the church. I made it just past the church. And, uh, at that point I got attacked by three wolves, but the good thing was, is there was a deer nearby and they, I scared the wolves off from me. They went and killed the deer. I then scared the wolves off from the deer carcass and I harvest the carcass for food. Nice. <laughs> so I, had, I had venison. So they did all the work for you. Awesome. Yes. Okay. So he, you get the food from the gas station. And at this point, I'm really getting into figuring out like, first off, I'm still having weight management issues. Yeah. But I'm like trying to, you know, conserve and have things and build up sock of stuff. So you and you I, can carry more though. So like you have a limit. It's well, like twenty seven, it, or like twenty seven or thirty seven pounds, something like that. Mine was know. thirty pounds, and if you were well fed and well rested yeah. for a certain amount of duration, you yeah. could carry an extra five pounds. Yes, yes, yeah, so, yeah exactly. But you had to keep, you but had to you keep could your carry more. Intake. You could carry oh, yeah, more. Yeah, yeah, but you would risk, you risk spraining sprain. your ankles. Okay, so I never took that chance. Oh, I, I did all the time. <laughs> okay, so see, I don't know how well that would go because I never took that chance. Once I broke over that and they started telling me, hey, risk of sprain, I just yeah. started dropping shit. So I sucked, kept... It sucked at times, too. Yeah, I kept I I kept stuff on me that I probably shouldn't have uh, because I didn't think I was going far enough distances. The only time I ever ended up spraining my ankle was in a wolf attack. Like, I okay, got attacked, sense. they and I had to beat it off of me. Okay, so... You get the food and your quest at this point, which they don't really describe exactly how, like you just kind of figure this out on your own. It says to get food, but it didn't tell you what to do with it. You go back and you have to put, and I don't remember them mentioning the wood at all, but you're trying to prepare her to handle this weather, this old woman. Yes. And in turn, she's going to help you and try to remember what's going on. If she heard, you know, Astrid, whatever. Yeah. You go back, you have to have 12 things of wood in her thing. Like every time you put a certain amount of wood in, it tells you like the number out of 12. And then food, you had to have 8,000 calories worth or 8,000 something. Yeah. And so you put food in the fridge and it builds up. And once that's done, the quest is completed. Right. And I can't remember. So, and I'm going to be a little foggy on the, 
you know, the, like when this, when certain, you know, events happened, but I had already found the bank vault, um, code. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And after this point, something, I can't remember how it works out. They lead you to the farm. So you didn't do this. Uh-uh. Okay. This is, <laughs> this is something else. You end up at the farm because you're looking for a, co- a thing to like the social security box. I already got into the vault. I'd already found the key or whatever. I didn't have a vault, but she sends you to the farm because you need the key to one of those um, security lock boxes. Okay. Uh-huh. When you get out there and there's so like a lot of wolves out there and you like, you hear one ground and I don't know how for you, if that ever like got to you a little bit, but like I would, yeah. like, oh shit. I would- because they, yeah, they had, they attacked me uh, more than once. It would like as soon as that happened, I started jerking my camera around trying Hell to yeah. find where they're yep. at. Like, soon you heard, yep, yep. <laughs> just like real life. I mean, I was like about to piss, you know. Like, I was like, oh shit, where's that? Like, you instantly start looking, like in any direction you can, to see if you can spot this damn thing and get away from it. Yeah. Okay, so it chased me to the door. I didn't fight this one. The one that surprised me with the barn on the way to the farm, I didn't fight it. I just bolted, dude, got in the house. Here's the crazy part. So, and there's, I'm like I said, I'm going to be off a little bit on, on, I think you go, I think you get sent to the bus before this. Yeah. Did you go to the bus? So, so I went to the bus. Yeah. Okay. The bus is before the farm then, yeah. because if you didn't do the okay. farm, then the bus is first. So the, okay, let me backtrack. And I apologize. <laughs> so you actually get sent to the bus, which is past the gas station. And when you get sent there, it's a prison bus. Yes. And you figure that part out and it's crashed in the tunnel. The only tunnel supposedly you can leave this town out of. Right. And it's snowed covered and it doesn't it get really weird and eerie when you go to look in like something's going to freaking jump out at you. Yeah. I was just waiting for something. But you you look in there and you peek over the top and it says in blood perseverance. <laughs> and it's ba- it's upside down. So the person right it was obviously facing the door. And you, at any point you think someone's going to attack you the way like the music picks up and everything, but they don't. So you go back to the lady and you tell her and you try to work out what that means. And the only thing the lady can remember is there's an old mining town called Perseverance Mining whatever to the whatever direction away. And you're like, okay, well, this is like, I think after that's when you get sent to the farm. And like I said, you've already, if you've searched the houses in the town that are all, and you don't understand why nobody's there. That's the other part. Besides Gray Mother and Methuselah, which... Where do these names come from? Is that a Canada thing? Like, what is that? Like, gray mother. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I want to be, I'll be a brown haired guy. Like, I don't know. It's just like such a weird name. Like, gray well, mother. She has a story about that, doesn't she? She like kind of tells um, you like she has a name, but everybody just calls her gray mother. Yeah. Like, she, she I think she even tells you her name, but it, I think, uh, I can't remember. I don't if she remember, but, but I just remember it only made her story weirder that she calls herself gray mother. Yeah. So, yeah. You go to the farm, dude, and when you walk in the door, there's a dude there named Hobbs sitting with a knife stuck in his side. And everything about the conversation with this dude, because he's alive, is even more effed up. It's like a true crime podcast playing before or after it happened with the guy that did it. Like, like you're <laughs> interviewing the dude. Because he literally is like, yeah, they got on it. So I might, I might be about to spoil stuff for you, sir. All right, go for All it. All the people are gone because those inmates had everybody rounded up in the church because of the storm. They were trying to stay warm. They lit it on fire. Oh, After the schoolhouse. Co- yeah. Yes. So when you get there, the schoolhouse is burned down. Yes. And it's, so, it's 
across the street from like uh, the gray mother's <laughs> house house and just behind the bank. Yes. So dude, so they, those inmates or whatever burned it down and Astrid came to stop them, stabbed one, fought them off, got away. They chased her down into that bus and she stabbed him trying to get away or whatever and crawled through a crushed part of the bus. And that's the last they saw her. And you only get that out of him because he thinks you're going to help him. And, yeah. you, and, he, and you're, you're like freaking out. Obviously, if you hurt her, I'll kill you, blah, blah, blah. You're like obviously freaking out because this is apparently your ex-wife. They don't say that, but it's got to be. I mean, something. They had a relationship which, for which sure. Which is a little bit, yes. And which is a little bit strange because the last frozen tundra isolated place with a storyline like this was 30 Days of Night bringing another movie <laughs> to a video game podcast. But it's also the cop, dude. He's not a pilot, but he's a, the sheriff. is Josh Hartnett, which is also a graphic novel, by the way, not to ramble on. But his hat, the sheriff lady comes to him or whatever, and she like needs help. And guess what? It's his ex-wife. I mean, just saying. There's a little similarities <laughs> I picked up in the frozen tundra and the whole relationship thing. But that's beside the point. I digress. Yeah. So this is what's cool. So you're talking to this Hobbs guy getting frustrated, and you already don't like the way he's talking. Like as a human being that cares, like this is a human being, not like people to suffer and these digital fake characters. The fact they burn the schoolhouse down full of people. And they act like, and he acts like it was just to do it, just to do it. Yeah. Like it's, it's unreal. And you just yeah. go, so he gives you the choice Well, you get the choice. So he's like, now will you help me out? I told you all I know she got away. And he even makes little comments about like that little bird got away. We might've, we might've plucked her wings, but well, there was a lot of blood. Like, so it's like he heard, they hurt her pretty bad, but he thinks she'll be all right. Oh, he's yeah. telling you what you want to hear maybe. And that's how she wrote perseverance and blood. And then it says, spare him or not. And the options are to pull the blade out or push it in. Oh, man. <laughs> you can, and it doesn't say push. It says plunge it in or push it. And maybe it does say push. It says push it in deeper or plunge it in or pull it out. And I was so, hoping you got to this point because I was no, wondering what you did. Cause, so from what you said of the story, now I haven't been in, you know, gotten to that part. I definitely probably would have gone the way that I didn't want to go. And I probably would have plunged it in. I plunged it in. Fuck that yeah. guy. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Times my 10. Only, my <laughs> only like, don't even though, care what it affects. I don't care. I don't care. My only Cook thought, his though, ass and eat him. Is you don't have a knife then. Like if you pull it out, okay. you get the knife. But if you plunge it in, do you get the knife? It's that would really have been my funny. thought. It is really funny because that is exactly what I thought. I'm yeah. not even shitting you. I went, oh, if I go ahead and pull it out, maybe I'll get to keep the knife. Yeah. Which realistically, if you plunge it in, you can still take the knife the next day. I stayed in for that sure. house for like two days, which is weird. I kind of, yeah. weird. I'll explain why. But <laughs> because when I was there, it was dark. I ran out, I ran that wolf and I got yeah. there and it was dark and I wanted to make sure I was, all my stats were full before I left and I couldn't see in the house. So like I started, um, I slept in my sleeping bag and then got up and like started a fire and gathered up everything and all this stuff. But no, I did have that thought, dude. Same, same here. And then I went. No, fuck that guy. And I like <laughs> shoved that fucker in, in an instant. And I was like, no, I don't care. You don't, even if you're not a real person, like you don't deserve to live. I don't care. Yeah. You're done. You're yeah. done. And he like freaks out. He's like, oh no. Wait a and then he dies. And I was just like, I never felt happier in my life. <laughs> like, I like took that cancer off of the digital fake planet of existence. I was so stoked. But anyway. I wonder if you would have to fight him if you pull it out. I don't think so, but I think you'd have to bandage him. Realistically, you'd have I would, to create a. I'd pull it out and just walk away, man. I mean, that's 
So hey, that's a way to get the blade and kill him. I don't know, but right. I would think that that would be the necessity. Is you'd have to. I mean, realistically, you can't pull a stab wound out. It's going to kill you faster. So. Right. Yeah. Which it, it's funny too because that's also a thought I had was I went, am I actually saving him by plunging in deeper, <laughs> or if I pull it out, am I killing him? Which is which does that mean? But yeah. anyway, so you do that. Uh, you get the social security key and you go back and it's like a pearl necklace or something. You take it to the old lady and she remembers her daughter. And this is where you start learning more. You uh, find out she had a 16 year old daughter that was a avid climber in the mountains died. Right. And I'm sorry for spoiling so much for you because the game is really worth playing. I think everybody should play this. And there's yeah. more chapter. There's more episodes I did not get to in this. So game this is only chapter one, right? This is chapter this episode, is episode one. one. Episode one. Yeah. Yeah, it's episode one. and I did not finish episode two, so I, I highly recommend this game already. I can tell you that. So, yeah, after this, I like I already had the vault shit cracked. So I just go in, grab the thing, go talk to the old lady, which, by the way, did you see she kept making soup and you could pick up that soup and eat it? No. If you look down by the fireplace after you give her food, she keeps making soup and you can get it almost. It seems like and it's a 600 calorie if you eat it while it's hot. How much? food did you have to give her then because i did the first round of food for sure it was just one round and then you just have to keep watching no. her. she offers you stew you get you get multiple rounds of that so i found a note okay so this is maybe where i got a little bit different bit of the game than you did yeah this maybe. is awesome so i i went through like every house in town like top to bottom just went through every house i found a lantern which was awesome and fuel for the lantern hmm. so i could go I into had, the houses lantern, even when it's yeah. dark yeah, I had a lantern. Okay. So in one of the houses, I can't even remember which one it was. Um, I found a letter that said that this winter was going to be even more harsh than any winter before. And so once I got that letter, it popped up another subquest for Grey Mother to fill her- that. Yeah, to fill her uh, wood box and the fridge even further. Oh, no, I didn't like get that. It's like 100,000 calories. It's, it's oh, insane shit. the amount of calories you get in there. I wonder what you get for that because I did not get that. Maybe you get her gun. So that's where I got stuck was trying to fill that second okay. because I am a completionist and they gave me a quest. Yeah, so I didn't get that at all, but that's kind of cool. But I wonder if that's because, okay, so anyway, she makes stew regardless of the next quest. If you keep watching, she makes stew and it's put right down by the fireplace. Really? Okay. Yeah. Next time you play, check it out because I will. It's a really, it's a really easy 600 calories. And I don't okay. know how often she does it, but I know I saw it twice because maybe three times because I think I took one with me and I ate one one time. Yeah. Huh. So, you know, it loses calories when it's cold or whatever, but you can still take it with you. Yeah. Um. So anyway, after that, you do get a sub quest you don't have to do because after you do that and she remembers she's like maybe i was confused it wasn't your astrid maybe it was my daughter blah 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 but you could for you know for help me like you can leave or whatever or no no she tells you to go to church and i feel like they tell you to find a way out of town and i can't i get foggy on this because i've you know life has happened since i played this but pretty much you can go to the church and you find her grave and you can i stayed in that church for like two days too yeah, because by the time I trucked up there, like I had to keep all my shit, you know, I had to get my shit built back up for the next journey. That's I feel like that was a constant thing for me is I always wanted to make sure I was prepared for the next journey. Yeah. You know, and I probably didn't need to be that strict with it, but I no, was. I mean, I think you really did have to be because I mean, in the end where I'm at <laughs> right now, I'm I'm so low on food and and starting to starve. 
that it's it's become a problem. I can't find oh, yeah. I can't find anything left to eat, and I've given what I had to Gray Mother already. So okay, that well, that's probably where you lost most of your food. Is I never got that second one. So you take the pearls to her graveyard, her grave, and you go back and tell Gray Mother. And I'm kind of fast forwarding on this because we're getting pretty late into this episode. We haven't talked about the beer yet. But <laughs> which has been knew, pretty good for the most it part. It is. Yeah, no, I I'm anxious to hear what you have to say. I actually wrote my ratings down already. But anyway, so you go back and she tells you to go up in the chest, which I don't know if you saw that or not, on top of Grey Mother's house. There was a chest you couldn't get into. Yeah. In one of the bedrooms. Yeah, it says she requires lets you get into key. it. Yeah. It's got hunting gear and Grey Mother, if you do the extra side thing that you didn't have to do, which was I don't know, there was something I did extra and you get the boots too. She gives you really nice boots. And oh, you're yeah. always, so when we haven't really talked about that, there's several articles of clothing on your character and they all have stat bonuses. Yeah. Not like our normal RPG stats, like strength, intellect, you know, dexterity, <laughs> you know, not our normal nerd stats. These are like no. wetness protection. Yeah. Um, you know, like wind many, protection, you know, yeah. how much it weighs, if it makes you move quicker, slows you down, blah, blah, blah. How many degrees it, Celsius it adds to your body it, so yep. it slows you down your your hypothermia from setting mm-hmm. in? <laughs> yes. Which, if you walked out and the wind was blowing, you might as well turn around and walk back in the house. That shit dropped quick. Yeah. Your thermostat would drop quick, even with gear on. Yes. So, my, I did notice after I got her gear and stuff, I must have got a piece that helped out a lot because I did have a less of a problem moving from the end of that to get to the next episode. Yeah. So, See, I... I found sewing kits and I patched up all my clothes and that I did that too. That helps a lot. It helps a ton. So that helps a lot. Did you ever find a whetstone? No, I kept looking everywhere for fricking whetstone. Really? God damn it. And I think that's because I don't know that there's any in the first episode. Okay. Because I don't remember if I found one. I don't think I ever found one in the first episode. I don't think I found it to the second episode. Also, did you ever get a gun? I never got a gun either. Second episode. Okay. So, you get done, and it's one of those Assassin's Creed kind of moments reversed because you lead, you get this rope to leave, okay? And you, because you ha- you can't go through the tunnel. The only way is to leave is to get out by climbing out of this place. Uh-huh. Okay? The rope breaks and you fall, and this is where the storyline, again, gets fucking strange to me, and I'm trying to solve it in my head because it's like a deep, spiritual weird eerie story into the world apocalypse shit because who's at the bottom with a fire and a tent about oh i don't know 30 yards from where you fall down the hill to get down to like Is leave, it to leave milton it's fucking methuselah <laughs> chilling out down there uh, i don't know maybe this he says weird shit because he's always getting high i don't fucking know <laughs> but this dude is like you start talking to him and he he says i'm going to call you the uh, angel of vengeance and you go and you remember what choice I made Yeah, stab that motherfucker he's a piece of shit excuse my language everybody that's how <laughs> I feel so you question him about that statement and you go did you did you see me did you do you know about the guy and he's and he like it is the most insane conversation because it's like he's a an actual spiritual super being that has been watching you the whole time. He knows you killed that dude. Oh yeah, man. Which is super weird. And he makes you feel guilty about it, but yet not, but yet does. It's the weirdest thing. <laughs> and so you're like, I just like peaced out. I'm like, man, whatever. I'm out of here. Like, ah, this is creeping me out. Like, I don't know how you know this. 
No one was out at that farm, but me and that dude, how you know this is weird to me. So I fucking jet, right? Go through this cave. My shit's getting low like you just talked about because now at this point, like I'm like, I've got to just push forward to find the next place to get to because I'm afraid I'm going to, because I have enough stuff to start one fire and sleep through the night with fire so that my stats start off warm. Yeah. I do it in the cave. I get into the cave. You burst out of this cave. There's this massive white scarred up bear attacking this wildered man and he throws the gun. You and he's like, get the shoot it. It's like the Jurassic Park scene. Shoot <laughs> You're like, oh shit. You jump and you grab the gun. You go to point it. Boom. Cut credits. Uh. And I went, what the f-? you know, out audibly out loud. I was like, what? That can't be the end. Like, then I started wondering, you know, so we didn't talk about this. We've not brought up graphics, sound, any well, we did bring up graphics <laughs> at the beginning. We've not talked about anything because the storyline's crazy to me. And I love this game. Dude, but dude, this storyline is awesome. It's bonkers. But so like I we haven't really talked about our normal format of like what we grade. So we'll just give a rating at the end of this and kind of ignore most of the normal stuff. <laughs> and maybe talk about why we rate it this way. But dude, so I was like freaking out a little bit because I was like, okay, we did our normal thing lately. We got it on the game pass. Right. I played it on the Xbox, man. It was I mean, Xbox has been killing it which we won't talk about them buying, you know, Blizzard or whatever, supposedly, but <laughs> one more, one more reason Microsoft's awesome. I won't, you know, Microsoft, here we are, <laughs> but, <regardless laughs> but in all, <laughs> but in all honesty, and by the way, I'm not anti Sony. Let's just point that out there. Like I'm not anti Sony. It's just not been what's working right now. So anyway, regardless, you get that and you play through the credits and I'm like freaking out. I'm like, I don't want this to be done. Like I'm finally getting the groove of this game. Once you let it all play through, it has an option. Start next episode. Yeah. And I kind of thought in the credits, they say somewhere like, thanks for the help with whatever episode one and two. So I was like, well, there's gotta be more than I was only worried because we got it for free. Maybe we didn't get the whole game. Yeah. Yeah. But it didn't let you play the next episode. And then I started having the fear of that. I could keep all my stuff. Cause that's kind of weird. They almost act like I'm starting entirely over. Right. No, you keep your stuff. You wake up in a warm house by a fire and you are taking care of this older man. Um, I think it's Jeremiah. You're taking care of him. He got attacked by the bear and you got him out of there. And you even ask him if he thinks the bear's dead. And he's like, no, I highly doubt it. I think huh. he even makes a crack at how bad of a shot you are. I can't remember. Like, I feel like he even <laughs> says like, not with the way you shoot. Like, nice. Yeah. And so, but that, so your first quest in episode two pretty much is to help him find medical supplies. And the journey it's not like the first episode where it's like, oh, it's right at the gas station, right down the road. It's a two minute walk. No, the first quest he gives you is like clear across the freaking map. Yeah. And I won't dive into any more since I'm way past where you got and I want you to play more of this game. Yeah. I really do. I really want you to sit down and play more of this Dude, game and it, talk to me about it because that's good. I mean, even with as far as I've gotten, the game is pretty good. With what you're explaining, man, it's it's awesome. I, I definitely want to play more of this game. It's, this I would, is going to be... I think even harder than Assassin's Creed to put down. Like, okay. So I will say this. If we both get time to play it again, I say we come back and make an episode finishing this storyline up. If we get more time to play it down the road, dude, I, I do not disagree. I think this one actually deserves more time for sure. Okay. I just don't know that it, it should be the next one. I think no, we've got stuff coming up. We'll I think get we back can, to it. yeah, put some time into this one, like finish up, episode two because there's four episodes that are currently out and they're planning on a fifth one sometime okay. soon is I what i that. do know about it yeah um all right well let's 
let's get into this beer and wrap this baby up with a ribbon. All right. So talk about the beer a little bit. Because oh, yeah, Four I- Hands Brewing, I mean, we have not even mentioned, <laughs> other than the intro, we haven't even mentioned. This is Four Hands. This is only the second time ever that we've done a repeat. Uh, on man, a this episode could have been four hours. Okay. <laughs> this is the IPA brewery that you guys were like, how do you like this one better? You and Bailey, because I said I liked Incarnation better, which was Four Hands. Yeah. Dude, it was super good. I've actually recommended that beer to people. Like more than once if they like yeah. IPAs, but that's not what we're drinking. It's not the IPA podcast today. It's the stout podcast tonight. So it is a very stouty podcast and uh, a lot to have after a full dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I would imagine so. All right. So we started with chocolate mint. I was not a fan. Oh, this is four hands brew. Like you said, um, we've actually went over this before, but I will say this tidbit again. This is one of those newer craft breweries, and this is uh, in local to us. Uh, what was it? St. Louis? St. Louis, yeah. Yeah, and so we talked about that with Schlafly's, like, taking a train down there. You know, like, this would be another one to go visit for sure. 100%. I'm, I'm impressed with a lot of stuff they're doing. And I'll read this again. I can't. So what episode did we do, Incarnation? Was that Raji? That would have been seven, maybe? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Something like that. I can't remember now at this point, but. You know, we're start like I said, we're not in the baby podcast on our backs pooping anymore. We're starting to stand up on furniture. So holding furniture. <laughs> we're getting older now. Um, Four Hands Brewing Co. was founded in 2011. And see, and we've talked about this, like, especially since we just came off a of line in Kugels that was older. Yeah. It's, you know, we're back to some newer craft, you know, breweries in the, especially in the area. But it was in, Les, uh, what does that say? LaSalle Park neighborhood near downtown St. Louis, Missouri. They offer seven year round offerings uh, along with a vast variety of seasonal beers. All beers brewed on a 30 barrel brewing system within our 20,000 square foot facility with a portion of that space dedicated to barrel aging. Four hands is one of the top growth brands in the nation with all core and seasonal brands ranking top in their class locally via IRI, which I'm not really sure what that means. I'll be honest. Want to try our brews yourself? Come hang out at our tap room today. And I do think they make good beer. I just don't like chocolate and mint, sir. (laughs) Dude, that chocolate and mint killed it though. The the one I do have one that I did not like as much as the other two. The other two like are up there. One of them not so much, but it's not the chocolate and mint. The chocolate and mint is definitely way up there for me. Okay. So we let's rate what we thought of the game so far. And we'll touch back to the beer and I want to hear your three ratings and I'll well I guess I'll do my ratings first. You do the game first. Like we normally do. Yeah. And I'll come back and tell you my ratings on the beer after, especially with what you just said. It's going to be funny. Yeah. Okay. So again, I I did not get as much time as I wanted to play on this game. And that just like, and I didn't even like, okay. So I put in a respectable amount of time for the kind of reviews that we do. Like normally just under 10 hours, nine and a half hours is a a pretty decent time. But we've this talked one, about this before. Our goal is always five plus. We always try to get at least a minimal of five hours. And so if we get that, we get that. Right. And this one, man, I just wanted to keep going. I don't feel like I even scratched the surface of this game just because like, yeah, there's the survival aspect and you're always having to do something to stay alive. But there's the story that just keeps pulling you in. You're living I don't in, know, man. You're living in my world now, baby, because this is the kind of stuff I get addicted to. We've talked about this with like, what was it? Um, oh my gosh. It was that uh, Porsche one. Uh, yeah. My time in Porsche. I just get in this weird like thing like that. I don't know. 
do, and that was very easy with this one. Like there's so much to do, like so much that you have to focus on to stay alive. You can get just lost in staying alive. I can see why they have a survival mode only where it's not about the story and it's just about the survival because I did really just get lost trying to, to gather stuff to stay alive. Like I was just trying to hoard things in the end. Like uh, you even get a storage space inside a gray mother's house. I kept like putting stuff inside of there. Now with what you've told me, I've got to kind of go back and reconsider, like, do I want to yep. leave all that junk in there? Because like I have car batteries and stuff I've put inside of, yeah. <laughs> of gray, mother, gray mother's cabinet and stuff. Like yeah, you're setting her up for a good winner for sure. Like she's going to be friggin' set, man. But uh, yeah, dude, you're not wrong. This has definitely got to be one of the highest rated games. Um, I I think it's I, I personally think it's a solid nine five, man. I don't think you get much better than this. I think th- the thing that that threw me most about this game was the initial take on the graphics. Other than that, like everything's fine. Like this, the music is good. Like they bring in the music just right at the right times. It's not always there. They bring it in slowly at certain times when you come to certain places. Um, but most of the time you just feel cold and alone. Yes. And that's but, what, what, weird, but weirdly not in a way that makes you not want to play. Like that's no. the strangest, that's the strangest thing it does. I was thinking about this like today, actually, uh, I had a lot of driving on my route today and I was just like, in thought about what, you know, tonight, you know, recording it. And I went most game. it would almost deter me in almost any other stage. Yes. You know, like, because it would be so empty and alone, but something about it, it's empty and alone, but not alone. Like it's, and then you add the elements of these weird story markers that they're putting in there. Like the weird comments that could mean zero, but I don't think that they mean zero. Like, <laughs> I don't like, think you're I'll wrong. I'll call either. you the guardian of vengeance. And you're like, what the fuck does that? How do you even know I stabbed <laughs> that guy? Like, it's not like he got a telegraph out or a text message out. Like. I, I shoved that thing in that dude. Nobody else was out there. It was a farm surrounded by wolves. <laughs> There's no way this old Jimi Hendrix man was out there watching me. He knows I did that shit. It's I'm telling you, man, that's weird. Yeah. But yeah, man, nine, five. Like I think I for sure think it's probably the best game we've ever played. And that's even with like the graphics throwing me off in the very beginning. Cause coming in the game, when I you first launched the- it, it, it made me go, huh? Well, you look and at even- the face of like, of will mckenzie uh-huh. and you just go which the audio is great and like everything yes. doesn't make you the voice acting is all good yeah yeah and like so with like first person you don't realize that until you see like load screens or whatever and you see like his face and you're like why did they draw him like a clown with this pastel looking <laughs> color shit like I, yeah and then whatever that's the take they wanted and or where they went with and that's fine because they, the story is so great it doesn't matter but yeah, it's kind of weird. I mean, it's just it, almost unnatural. But then when you get in the game, which we didn't even mention the warning sign when you get in the game, like don't cop mimic these things. Yeah. You know, this, this is, is not, not real action. life. Don't mimic yeah. this stuff in real life. It's yeah, it's it's yeah. the disclaimer that you see on TV. Don't try this at home. Yeah. Which was really <laughs> threw me for a loop. But so 9.5. Yeah, man, it's definitely a, uh, I mean, it's definitely a, a good I I. I definitely want to get another episode in on this one. I really think we need to. I think we maybe push it a, a little bit and find time to play little bits and pieces here and there and keep going through this game and try to complete as much as we can. Even if it's a shorter a episode, maybe we can just do a follow-up. I mean, I'm, I mean, just to follow up, just to go through. We're going to have to have beer with it. Get over yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I don't know. Did you, uh, so you didn't get to see 
the the killing of the rabbit. But if you saw that, they're definitely it's the the graphics were a design choice. And once I once I understood that, because when you kill a rabbit, you can tell it's a design choice because you look in the rabbit's eyes and you can see the glistening eyes. Like they Dude, had that, the ability you're to kill me stuff. with that comment. You're killing Dude, me with that comment, man. They had like, the ability a little helpless rabbit, you know? Yes. Like, oh my gosh. But they have the ability to put that ma- amount of expression and texture into the, to the eye. You know that they're going for something in very, like they're very particularly going for a look now. Like once you get so, to that point, you know, they're going for something. I am. It's kind of weird. And I, Mostly because, okay, let me make this like disclaimer clear. All right. My favorite game, games, plural, are not tens. Yeah. Because if I was to be non-biased, I can pick a few things out they did wrong. Like my, my favorite of all time games are like you add like Mass Effect, The Witcher, Red Dead Redemption 2, um, any Final Fantasy series practically, like Final Fantasy 3, which is six in America. I think I've talked about that. The one where the two brothers, one's a prince, one like went off in the, like the woods, whatever. It's like the old Super Nintendo version. Those games are all like up there for me, like favorite games, nostalgia, what I fell in love with. You have, I have one game I bring up every podcast that I can possibly, that I can, if I can remember to. Yeah. I can point out things in that game that either annoy me or that are wrong too, but because of the full rounded circle it makes, because you're able to get sucked in and play it, complete it, keep going with it even with its flaws. Yeah. The rating goes up. Yeah. So if if right now and I want to if we ever have a podcast on it, an episode on it, I will change and I'll die I'll dissect it more. Matter of fact, I won't even say a rating. But let's just say the cream of the creme de la creme is like to me the perfect game is like Breath of the Wild. Yeah. That doesn't mean it's my favorite game. I would not pick that over The Witcher 3 any day of the week. It's up there, but I would not pick that game over that. Right. But it is the perfect game because of its entire dynamic and circle of life. You can get through it, play, enjoy, be done, have a good storyline, and not lose track of what you're doing on side quests. I mean, you can. Right. You but can. It's easy. You definitely can. You can. But anyway, this game has that element to me. It is yeah. not. It is not like better than an RPG that I've played. But for what this is, it completes it in a perfect manner. I'm actually at a 9.8. Right, nice, dude. Because the because the fraction for error is so small, and I and I would argue that the graphics, um, yes, that's where it takes a point problem at. But I would also argue that I don't know that it would make the game better. Is that I don't know either. Yeah, so yeah, it's a problem because I have to factor in like what I think could be improved is graphics, but I also don't know that that would make me like the game more. I don't know, and I know that's strange to hear, but. I would almost like to see like a collab between expansive worlds and hinterland studios to come out with a full game, because if they were able to yeah. do what both of those studios did with their games, and then throw it like, on an Oculus and you just forget that you existed in this world <laughs> uh, for sure, man, <laughs> we won't go into that right now, but yeah, so I'm in a 9.8. All right. Um, That's awesome. Break it into the beer, sir. I would have to say that, Obviously, the chocolate mint for me is a five. It's a good stout <laughs> beer, but the flavor of chocolate mint just deters me completely. I would never buy that again. Yeah. The toffees is 6.8. It's good. It's got a little bit of sweetness to it. 
um, a little bit too much sweetness to it, which these are Girl Scout cookie beers practically, so it's not surprising by any means. Yeah. Not my all-time favorite stout, but it's good, 6.8. And then my winner is actually the caramel. And I don't really? think, I, I feel like you're the opposite. I actually we like are. it. I think it's, I think they need to, my, my problem with it is back off the coconut a little, increase the caramel a little. Uh. That's what I'm getting out of it. Yeah. So, so I'm at a 7.3 with the caramel. That's my number one. So yeah, we are, we are a bit flipped. Um, I have, uh, I have it a little bit different. Of course, I've got winning this thing. The, the mint. Mint chocolate. Oh. I have that. It's, Let's just make solid. the mint podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I had that at a solid seven. That was, that was delicious to me. Um, it tasted every bit like a mint, uh, mint chocolate cookie. It was perfect. Um, for what they were trying to do. I, th- I thought that was really great. Um, the, the second one I had in place was going to be the, uh, toffee. Toffee cookie crunch. I've got that uh, at a six point seven. It's pretty good. There was something about that. Oh, we're that close on that one. Threw me off. Yeah, there was something about it that did throw I've, me off. I don't know if it was too sweet or what, but there was that, something about it that just threw me a little bit. I was like, "That's yeah, what it's I was good, thinking." But it's there's something that's not quite right about it. That's what I was thinking. I, I said maybe I said sweet as like was was wrong. I don't actually know what was wrong with it. That's what I think felt wrong with it. Was it felt yeah, a little it, weirdly sweet? But it may have been just that—that that it was a little bit overly sweet. Um, but it still wasn't a terrible beer. No. Um, but I didn't even have so the one that lost in my my battle here is going to be, of course, that uh, caramel coca, uh, coconut cookie. That just completely wasn't my thing. I had that at five point five. It was like eh, just barely above. I can drink this. Right. So I feel like to, to, and it probably should have been done a lot sooner. I feel like on whatever episode this is, what, 21 or 22, I don't know what episode we're on anymore, but <laughs> I will say this. If, if it's for me, a, when you start dipping below five, we start getting into the realm of, I probably am not going to drink. Yeah, for sure. That's kind of where that means for me. If I ever rate anything below a four in the beer world, it's damn near like I don't, I will not drink that unless I have nothing else to do. I'm talking about Mad I'm Dog st- right now. <laughs> yeah, unless I'm stuck in a frozen tundra and need the calories and the hydration, it's probably not going down this throat hole. Yeah, yeah. While exactly. I'm looking for fucking uh, whatever berries to make a you know healing tea with. <laughs> yeah, like I said, it was just above drinkable for me. It was like I can drink this, but I don't necessarily wanted to keep drinking this i would definitely go back to the other two so all yeah, right that, that was where that one was yeah so we did have them flip but our, it's always weird our middle one's always so close we were with i know one, one decimal <laughs> yeah i think that's i think that's kind of weird <laughs> it's interesting but and we had the same issues with it like i think that one could have been the best if it would have just tweaked a little i i don't know if it would have been for me well for you because you're the, a chocolate mint guy but yeah that 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 combination is just awesome Awesomeness in my mouth. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. It is the best combination in the world. Chocolate mint. Okay. I won't get into that. I feel like I've had this argue too much with argument too much with my wife and how much she likes those eating mints from like Olive Garden. You know, like I won't get into. Well, I digress again. Anyway, um, yeah. So let's talk about what's coming up next time. You want to take this away? You want me to? Oh, it doesn't matter. It's up to you, man. This one's I uh, I feel like this one you should actually take away because 
This one is probably a little bit more important to you than it is it to is. me being the things it, that were like the beer I'm good with. The other okay. one uh, okay. is uh, you say that shit. I'm not you good. Say it's that. not that I'm not good with it. I like that. It's just not my thing. You know, right. But hold on. Hold on. I already knew this conversation was going to come up and I've already had this freaking loaded in my chamber, ready to fire this out. Dude, <laughs> when my whole family went to freaking Colorado and I couldn't go because I couldn't get off of work in the right time frame. I had a friend come down and stay with me. And we spent two full days drinking and playing Madden and smoking brisket. <laughs> yeah. Do you know who that was? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I, and you didn't <laughs> at all, you know, for me saying, hey, let's try this Madden game out. Cause I think I got it for Christmas or I got it for something, you know, around that time frame. Right. I remember you being like, eh. And then we played it and it was a campaign and a story mode. And you went, we played that the whole time. Like, we right. play, you know what I mean? So I, I think three years ago, this would have been like, you'd have went, oh shit. But I don't think you're super anti it. Cause you kind of know what you're getting into now. Right. No, it's not that I'm, I'm not anti. It's just not like, it's not my thing that I normally go to. Like I'm not a big, right. okay. So introduce it before I spoil this here. Okay. So we are going to do Madden 21 and we're going to do shock top pretzel. And I've actually really been wanting to try this shock top pretzel because I've heard good things about it. And what better than like at a ball game, like you think about like warm pretzels or whatever. I think shock top pretzel will fit snacks yeah. while you're, you know, watching a football game. I think that it's like a perfect fit for this. So that is what's going to come up on our next episode, guys. Yeah. So I'm not a huge football fan. I'm not a football fan at all. Like I don't <laughs> watch any games. Until uh, you come I'm to my house. I will only watch games when I come to your house and it's usually just to have conversation with you. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, it's not the thing that I do. It's never been. And so like, I will play the, the, um, the baseball games like, um, oh, MLB. well, there's uh what, what is the one on PlayStation? Oh, I can't even remember the name of it. Oh, that's um, the good one. Um, that's, yeah, that's the one everybody talks about. Is it home run or is it? Um, no, it's, uh, it's got oh a. Oh my gosh! I know what you're talking about. It's got a name, but it's not actually like MLB or baseball. It's not like Madden, where it's got a name that's almost synonymous with fo- NFL football. Um, but that's like the only other like sports game that I've played. But I will play that. Well, I guess I play you like so I've played some UFC games too. So I mean, I'm not unfamiliar with the concept of a sports game with a campaign mode or career mode um, that you can play through. It's just that football is not typically my jam. Right. So Tyler so, and I had this conversation the other day. He's like one of my only buddies in my little nerd circle. That's like also a football <laughs> fan. So we'll like right. bullshit without football and stuff. You know, that we had like a 20 or 30 minute conversation <laughs> about, about what's going on with the playoffs. Cause all of these games are looking really like dramatic and fun to watch right now. There isn't a matchup right now. That's not going to be fun to watch, but it, we won't worry about that. That's our next episode. What's and this like foosball? and like i said after what we said after this we will let's try to find time maybe we can play some more of this pair up another beer and knock this one out of the park which we have a beer that would work really good for this which is already lined up but we could use it for this sir and i won't say anything about it for whatever we're going to use it for okay i think you have one we have one that would go with this really really well yeah i think we kind of talked about it maybe a little bit but yeah i think Uh. it uh, you're not you're not wrong. If I, it's the one I'm thinking about. I think so. It was given to us. It was gifted to us. Yep. Yeah. yeah. 
which we'll we'll shout out at that kid here you know next time whenever we whenever we decide to drink that we'll shout out to him <laughs> that's pretty awesome he did that so yeah all right sir well let's take this away why don't we all right go for it all right well we've already talked about what's on the next episode guys so be ready for some football action and some shock top pretzels so and you brought up zelda breath of the wild so <laughs> yeah i nailed i nailed my checklist you're right i did nail my exactly checklist. you got everything out <laughs> i mean yeah dang i th- actually heard they're supposed to come up with another one i think this year pretty soon but yeah it's the rumor. we won't talk about that right now we got stuff planned so if you like drinking or you like gaming join us next time on the monologues Thank <laughs> you.